I've been asked in the last few days, how do we remain sane with all the events that is going on? With the world turning around, what are we meant to think? How do we remain sane with staying at home, with davening at home? Things are different, everything is changing. What are we meant to think? I don't have any personal answer to this. It's too difficult of a question to answer. It's the question that should be posed to the Gedolia Adar. But just one small, tiny Ha'ora. And that is as follows. There was a six-year-old child that was holding her father's hands as they walked towards the gas chambers in Auschwitz. And she doesn't understand exactly what's going on. She's six years old. What does she understand? She hears the barking dogs. She hears the orders. She sees frightening faces of her father and others as well. She doesn't know what to think. And as they're walking slowly towards the gas chambers, she looks up at her father and she's holding his hand tight as any child would hold their parents' hand tight. And she looks up and she says, Tati, I have a question. And her father looks down, pitiful at his young daughter. And he thinks, oh, my young daughter, you don't understand what's going on. You have no idea, but it's almost going to be over. That's what he's thinking in his head. He wouldn't tell her this, but that's what he knows. It's almost over. What can she want at this moment? And she looks up with her innocent eyes. And she says, Tati, I have a question. Is Moshiach going to come? And he looks down at this innocent child. And he says, yes, yes, Moshiach is going to come. Even when we're walking to where we're walking to. Even in the situation that looks so bad. But yes, Moshiach is going to come. Look at the amunah that they had. Look at the amunah that they expressed that they displayed in such a situation, there is no answer to what's going on right now. We don't understand it. It makes no sense. It's something that no one ever would have imagined. No one could have ever predicted. But it's here. And there is only one way that we can survive. And we can get through this. And that is Emunah. There is no other way. And there are two ways that a person can take it. As the Mishalim bring, there was a Yid who got on a bus from Tel Aviv to Yerushalayim. It's not a familiar route. He never normally did it. He had to go there. He gets on the bus. And there's another fellow sitting next to him. And about 10 minutes into the, into the ride, he says to him, Do you recognize this way? Do you recognize where we're going? I, I thought the way to Yerushalayim is different. He says, I, I have no idea. I'm sorry. I don't take this route too often. But, you know, I'm sure it's okay. The driver's taking us to Yerushalayim. No, no, no. But I, I've done this a couple of times. And it looks interesting. I don't recognize it. He says, listen, I really, I'm really sorry. I, I, I don't know the way. I can't help you. Okay, closes his eyes. The other guy's nervous. He's thinking, what's going on? He's looking out the window. He's biting his nails. A few minutes later, he taps the guy on his shoulder. He says, do me a favor, please. Do you recognize the way? I don't recognize the way. It doesn't make sense. Maybe he's kidnapping us. Who knows what's going to happen? This, that, the other. Who knows? The guy says, listen, I'm really sorry. I, I mumish don't know. I, I'm, there's a driver. He's taking us to Rishalayim. It says Rishalayim on the bus. I'm sure he's taking us there. Please let me have a rest. And he closes his eyes and goes to sleep. And the other guy is sittering. He doesn't know what to do. He's biting his nails, pulling out his hair. Which way? What's going to happen? He's projecting in his mind all sorts of things that could be happening. Oh, he's going to kidnap us and take us all to who knows some Arab town. What's going to happen? Finally, 45 minutes later, comes off a side road. He sees it. Tachan it. Pulls up to Shalim. And then they are. They get out of the bus stop. And these two men get off the bus. They both get off the bus in Yerushalayim. One of them is completely... 
he's sweating and he's oh my gosh i can't believe we made it he's nervous of anything he's exhausted 45 minutes of work the other guy is restful peaceful because he believed it's an unbelievable thing we have an opportunity at this time to take it in both ways we could be nervous what's going to be what's going to happen how's it going to end up what's going to look who's going to get affected how many people we could be busy all the time sending messages receiving messages passing on messages what about this what about that what about all sorts of things or we could just believe and have emuna that the rabbi shalom is running the world and it's so obvious it's so obvious that the rabbi shalom is running the world and when we know that we're rest we can rest, we can relax, we can know, we'll do our best. We'll daven for Mashiach, we'll believe Mashiach is coming, we'll do tshuva, we'll work on Shemiris Haloshan, we'll try to daven as best kavon as we possibly can in our homes, we'll do everything we possibly can. Heshtadlis will do. But leave it all to the Rabbi Nishlanim. He's right now pulling the strings. Everything's happening, we're just puppets on those strings, and the Rabbi Nishlanim is pulling those strings. Let's relax, let's enjoy Let's try to be the best yid that we can, work on the things that we need to work on, and leave the rest for the Rabbi Nishalalam. That, in my small, tiny opinion, is how to deal with it.